Hello, my name is Leanne Lynch. I live my life using the tools in my work as a psychotherapist and the messages from my soul. Welcome to My Soul Called Life. Welcome to Leanne Lynch. This is my podcast, My Soul Called Life. Thank you so much for joining me here today. In today's podcast, what I'd really like to talk a little bit about is soul's timing and the impact of and the relevance that timing has had on my life. Um, when I share, I'm really sharing my own journey and my own experience and what I see with myself and my family. And, you know, this may not resonate with you. Maybe it has no relevance to your life. You know, some people don't have that uh, timing as a factor in their life. Um, So when you listen to my podcast, it's not like there's anything wrong with you or you're doing anything wrong. It is merely sharing my experience because it may resonate with you. But also, if it doesn't resonate with you, what happens is you actually just got clearer on on how um on timing and the relevance and timing in your life and how it doesn't actually impact your life at all and you've got clearer about who you are and your own soul's journey so i really wanted to um to say that okay so timing i have found in my life that timing has played a huge part particularly in my healing I have found in my children as well that both of them have a different timing, a different rhythm in life, but also a different timing of what they're actually ready for. Um, you know, a wonderful example of this is around my daughter. And this is her soul's journey, how I have been experienced in her or how I have been a witness in her and supporting her and guiding her. Because as the soul moves forward in our life path, it will also release old trauma. It will release old pain, old wounds uh, in order to allow in what we're ready to receive. And that's going to be different for everybody. And in this old trauma, what I really want to mention is the ancestral trauma. Um, ancestral patterns, childhood trauma, uh, their own hurts, like my daughter's own hurts or pains that she may have experienced with me. My, my, when I'm on my journey, I also get to heal another part of myself because trauma is what keeps us safe. It is about survival. You know, what we carry within us from our ancestors, from uh, intergenerational trauma is about survival of our family tree. It's survival of that family lineage for the future. You know, um, my parents parented me in a way that I would survive childhood that they grew up in. My grandparents would have parented my parents from, from a place of their own childhood traumas and their own childhood pains and this is in a way how some of that intergenerational trauma is passed on when I parent from a place of trauma when I parent my children from my own place of hurt sometimes it's from protecting them 
but sometimes it's also from protecting me from the actual pain of my own trauma and in that sometimes I don't get to see or witness who my child actually is but instead I'm pl- I'm parenting from a place of fear anxiety or in trauma now, I wonder if that makes sense you know because here's another wonderful example is around my son and I'm just actually <laughs> I'm actually realizing that I didn't go into what was going on for my daughter, but I'm going to go back to that story. But my son is incredibly cautious. He's got this natural ability to sense danger. He is highly sensitive. So he takes his time. He notices the change in smells and notices the change in the smallest detail. And so it takes him a lot of time to really take the steps into the world and for me to to say to him, oh, be careful or don't do this or don't do that is actually counterproductive for him because he doesn't actually need that. Instead, what he needs is my hand holding to say, OK, it's safe. You're ready. You're ready to take this jump for me to actually see him. And when I see him, I can see that he has this natural ability around safety. And sometimes he keeps himself too safe. And so for me, it's to know that and to gently guide him forward or motivate him into taking the steps forward that he is ready and it is safe for him to do that. So advising him around safety or telling him to be safe or be careful um, can sometimes actually just uh, enhance anxiety or that fear around that safety because fear and anxiety are around that safety around keeping him safe so it can just enhance that or magnify that for him so for me there's actually no needs but when I listen to to my own stuff around that you know then I'm able to say okay some of this is my trauma some of this is my anxiety that he's going to hurt himself that he's that something's going to happen to him so I really sit with my fear and anxiety around that and when I do that then I'm able to kind of witness okay what does he actually need right now what does what is he ready for what what's happening for him and sometimes I actually just need to just sit back and allow him and and the allowing him to to do what he's ready for and to know when it is that I need to step forward and gently hold his hand as he's ready to take his next next step into the world and and again you know this is just my own stuff when I notice that when I become aware of how I'm actually parenting him this is how the intergenerational stuff is passed on when I parent him from my own hurts and my own fears my own anxieties rather than seeing him for who he is what he needs and what he's actually ready for and I really want to say there's no criticism around this if you're doing if you know this is about just information and bringing awareness and talking about what I have seen with my own children because again trauma is about safety it's about survival it's about keeping ourselves safe you know another way that we carry the trauma ancestral trauma is in ourselves and in our blood so as well as through parenting and how we actually were parented ourselves through how we parent our kids and um, it's also passed in ourselves uh you know epigenetic epigenetics and i don't know if i've mentioned this before they have you know with all this new science advanced science they have found that we we carry um we carry the cells from i think now don't quote me on this right because th- i 
I, I just heard this, uh, but it's supposed to be 13 generations back. But even if you take five generations back in my family tree, you know, how far does that go back? I would go back to the 1800s. But if I carry what happened to my ancestors in the 1800s, it's actually not relevant to me today. And so the body or the soul will know what I'm actually ready for when I'm ready to release some of that trauma. And it comes through the body, through my body anyway, through physical symptoms or through emotional pain. Generally, it's like the body knows that it's safe. So I can't actually force healing. I can't force myself to look at something that's actually not ready to come up. Um, and I really trust in the time. And, and this is surrendering, you know, because I can't make myself go faster. I can't make my children go faster. I can't force or push because something doesn't feel right. When I surrender to my natural timing, and that is sometimes, you know, listening to the parts that I want to move faster. This element of control, of needing to control these situations in order to, to get somewhere. But in surrendering, there's something clicks with the timing, with the natural timing of what my soul is ready for, what my body is ready for. What It's, it's this integration between the out the external energy and the internal energy of my soul there's a click something falls into place for me when i trust my natural timing or when i trust my children and their timing you know and that is around deconditioning deconditioning my beliefs my shoulds my have tos what what i've internalized from society the expectations are the the, the deadlines or the, the, the goalposts that our children are, the milestones that they should reach or they're supposed to reach at a certain time. It doesn't always work that way, I have found for me and my kids. So I really want to go back to my daughter. Her soul has been calling in a part of her for the last year. I've been watching and I've been witnessing her little journey. She is six. She is seven in June. The 8th of June, she is seven. And this is a part of her that has been ready to develop, that she's been ready to step into. There has been a huge amount of emotional release, you know, particularly around fear, hate and anger. You know, hate and anger get such bad press, but they're really important emotions. When I understand them i i know that i feel much more comfortable in being with my children and and sitting with them and allowing those feelings to be expressed allowing them to say how much they hate me how so they're so angry with me because part of her journey is in separate this internal separation from me you know we'll always have a relationship because we're mother and daughter but there's parts of me that she would have internalized that are not who she is, that don't fit in with her personality because we're completely separate people. We've completely separate personalities. And there are some things that I cannot meet her at because that's not who I am. And in that, I've got to allow her to go. I've got to allow her to walk her path and, and, and trust her on her soul's journey. 
So for the last year, there's been a huge amount of emotional release. You know, this hate and this anger. I hate you, mammy. I'm so angry with you. I hate you because you're not coming here with me because I have to walk my path by myself and I'm scared and I don't want to leave you because I love you so much. This is not what she says, right? but this is what she means. This is what is in her heart to come out that I'm so scared. I'm so scared without you. I don't want to leave you. I don't want to separate from you. I don't want to walk this path on my own. And I hate you for leaving me. And I hate you that you come, can't come with me. And I feel guilty and I feel sad too that our relationship is changing. These are all the parts of a, of a real complex internal working mechanisms of, of our children stepping into, into their wholeness, that developing their personality. So as well as that, as well as the emotional release, she has also been quite, you know, I'm going to use the words clingy and needy and whiny and whingy because we all are able to understand those. But these parts of, of these behaviors were also, um, it's also this kind of little anxiety or, or maybe it's regression sometimes that in when I'm scared, I regress a little bit. When I'm in pain like that, I want to hold on a little bit more to somebody. And this is what happens with our children. And it's really obvious when our kids are babies. You know, I don't know if you remember before your child, before your baby was going to sit or crawl or speak or walk. You know, um, I remember at the time, I didn't know this at the time, but I remember, you know, reading up about the, the wonder weeks. Um, and how just before big developmental spurts, um, my child would be clingy or needy or whingy or whiny, crying more, feeding more, maybe waking up in the night more. Uh, you know, I remember this for both kids. This happened for about six weeks before they were, were about to walk. Um, this huge emotional stuff as just before the physical jump. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember. So it was really obvious to me as babies, and this doesn't stop throughout our life. For me, anyway, this hasn't stopped. Even for me, before I take some really big leaps in my life, I will also have these moments of fear and anger and pain and grief and all the rest before I'm ready to actually take this step into, into who I am. And so I can support my daughter to do this. So she also has been taking those physical steps. And what her soul has been calling in is the sport that she really loves. And this has been part of her, you know, for, since she was very young. But we decided that she was ready to to join a club and to and to meet other people who are doing the same. She wasn't ready before that. She didn't want to do, she didn't want to join a club. She didn't want to play games. She was just practicing on her own. And it was listening to the time and right the time and what I when I listen to my kids around their soul readiness, I listen to the messages that they're sending me. I listen to the messages from from life as well you know people's conversations facebook posts ads something that pops up and when i feel that it feels like this buzz of excitement or this oh yes it feels like this real excitement oh yes that's it and and then i see with her 
you know, when she's ready to actually take those steps as well. There's there's this period of, you know, beforehand, you know, um, a lull or a frustration sometimes or this or a, a, a readiness. There's a readiness within. I, I actually don't even have the words for that yet. But it's like knowing, right, let's try this, right? This is what's happening. You're ready to do this. We're going there. And when I see this in her, I can see the fear. We're still working through fear as she steps into that because this is new for her. She's still getting used to it. She's also stepping away from me. She's also stepping into who she naturally is because this is this sport activity is part of who she is. It's part of her personality. And it's really, really amazing to see how it just clicks. Like the timing of her readiness has come with this kind of natural, you know, I, I can't even say, I can't even use the word confidence because it's not, it's just natural instinct, that readiness of when it just seems to fall into place. You know, and sometimes that is about going back and forth. You know, sometimes the timing is off, even for me. Okay, I make a decision. I think I'm ready for this. No, I'm not ready. Okay, I need to take a few steps back. Right, I listen to my child's no. You know, and if I do go against her timing, you know, it's not catastrophic. Nothing bad is going to happen. She will just let me know by saying no. Her body will say, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not ready. Maybe she'll get overwhelmed really easily. Maybe the, her anxiety will be too big. You know, this is such a gauge. When I see if my fear is too big for something, okay, so maybe I'm just not ready yet. If it's too big for me to handle, sometimes, okay, what steps can I actually take? What, what, what steps, even a small step towards that? Uh, what, how much fear can I actually handle that feels manageable for me that I don't need to take a big giant leap forward because that is just re-traumatizing it's not actually uh, uh, working it, there's no healing there's no growth in that it's just too much it might actually set me back a little few steps and if it does it does there's nothing wrong with that either but it's just really listen to my body listen to her body listen to the messages from the soul what are you ready for what do you need me to do and supporting her in that and and then magic absolute magic happens and uh, the readiness for that the timing and um, it's just really beautiful to see and it takes a lot of work to see that you know because I find that at times there's pressure from the outside you know this is what you should be doing this is what it looks like this is what everybody else is doing and so for me I really close my ears to whatever the noise is, is filtering in that's just really creating self-doubt and anxiety with myself and when I do that I'm able to switch off I'm able to really hone in on what it is that she's ready for what I'm ready for and listen to those messages so I hope that was helpful I hope you got something out of that if not that's okay too maybe you got clearer on what is not for you um but yes I really have seen the impact of timing with it for my two children that there's and myself that there's no pushing there's no forcing there's no coercion there's no manipulating myself or them into doing anything 
because they will say no. And so surrendering, letting go and trusting, trusting the timing is still a work in progress. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions, please, you can reach out to me. My website is www.leannelynch.com and you can link, uh, there's links there for my Instagram and my Facebook. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.